Welcome to Crosspoint Community Church. We meet every Sunday exploring the practical, transforming, and relevant teaching of the Bible by doing life together. Visit our website at crosspointonline.org to learn more. Now, get ready for a powerful message from God's Word. Welcome, welcome everyone. It's good to see you uh, on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, it's good to see those faces. Uh, I guess welcome to Church on the Move. Um, we're going to change our name. So, uh, not Move Church, Aaron, uh, but uh, Church on the Move because, I mean, we're constantly moving around. Uh, multiple locations in Roswell, Georgia, broadcasting from, and Grady, Alabama, from which I am now, North Carolina. I mean, we've just been all over. It's uh, This virtual church has certainly presented its challenges, but it's also, um, uh, well, I mean, there's some things that uh, have been, um, well, some good lemonade made out of it. Um, so I am, uh, again, uh, here in Grady, Alabama. Uh, I am sitting outside uh, of my dad's house. Uh, Sid's over here under dad's truck. Uh, and if, uh, is, if Cliff and Jackie on here, uh, if, the, if Cliff, look what I got you. Uh-huh. Right there, right behind me there. Uh, there's a, there's a, they started a little church in Grady, Alabama. Uh, this, uh, like, we need Jesus. And so Jesus 2020 signs everywhere. I think they've uh, uh, produced about 30,000, and they've heard that some are made their way up to Maine. Some fixing to come up to Atlanta. Uh, and um, uh, if, you've, uh, if you'd like one, uh, I think there's an opportunity for me to pick up some uh, next week. So let me know. But the first come, first serve, text me and let me know. Uh, but anyway, I'm out here with Sid. Uh, uh, and the birds, so I, you have to forgive me if you're you're uh, you got some bird chatter going on. Cows are back here in the in the pasture, uh, but I'm continue to be down here with uh, my dad. I'm still doing this daddy care, uh, and uh, honored to be able to do it. He is so sweet and precious, uh, even though it's just a very difficult time for him. He, he just says, uh, you know, how much he appreciates it. And he said, I hate to put you through this. I said, Dad, I'm honored to do it, you know. Um, and um, But still doing the, the daddy care. Uh, it's been a pretty good week. Last night was pretty rough, but it's been a really good week. Um, so continue to pray for him. Right inside, right, right, right inside the window here uh, to my right is my dad uh, sitting in his big old recliner and Alicia. Y'all pray, not Felicia, Alicia, uh, our home care uh, angel. Uh, she is absolutely awesome. So if you, you can forget to pray for me, but you pray for Alicia. She is certainly a godsend uh, for us and our family. So I woke up to a cool breeze. There's a nice cool breeze that's blowing on right now. And it's just a good reminder that, uh, you know, the... Uh, the Holy Spirit is just always moving and uh, blowing and uh, bringing new life to us. So, again, welcome all of our Facebook family and friends. Welcome from all over. Uh, 
and welcome um, uh, all of our Zoom uh, family and friends. We're so glad that you're here. Uh, just want to make a couple of uh, announcements. God's still working. There's some great things that are going on. Um, uh, hey, I've already seen a request for one of those uh, <laughs> signs. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying we could make it happen all, all over Roswell and Woodstock and all that. If, if y'all just let me know, uh, I might have a few extra in my trunk right now. Yeah. Y'all talk to me. Uh, uh, Phil in Washington. I'm, I don't, I don't know if I could even get you one up there, brother, but, uh, if there's a will, there's a way I'm sure. Uh, all right, got to sit working. Uh, bridges are still being built. Uh, the church is still being the church, and Jesus is still building his church. So uh, excited that you're able to be here. Next Sunday, next Sunday, uh, many of our Crosspoint family and friends got this email that uh, we're going to uh, begin. We've been praying and processing and all that as elders, leaders, and staff, and uh, we're going to have this soft start uh, uh, as far as in-person stuff, but that's only for... Uh, next Sunday's only for it's kind of a trial run for us only for our folks that are currently you know that meet as a group in the church building it's, so it's going to be a, a smaller gathering uh, and then we're going to go to school on that learn something you know about that and, uh, and then you know we'll increase that uh, on the 20th so stay tuned and then on the 27th we're going to have a shin dig uh, uh, because we will be 30 years old as a church Yay! And so we're going to celebrate 30 years of life and ministry uh, at Cross Point Community Church. Cannot, cannot believe that. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. So, um, uh, and, and by the way, just want to encourage uh, all of the folks that there's going to be some that feel comfortable coming and some not. Uh, we're going to continue Zoom and Facebook. And it's going to look pretty much the same, except you're not going to find me all over the place. I will be in the, uh, in the worship center uh, and uh, we'll be coming to you. So just be prayerful about that and very uh, deliberate. And uh, Stephanie, uh, I need you to come up with something special for on the 27th for the folks that aren't able to be in person with us for our Zoom and, and Facebook folks. So that's, that's your little deal. All right. So that's what that's kind of an introduction uh, uh, today. That, that's what's coming. But today, uh, the the title of the message is "Enter Their World." That's what God wants us to do: enter their world. We are doing that. Uh, we're uh, breaking ground on some of that new ground uh, as a church family and a body, as far as being followers of Jesus Christ. And uh, it is absolutely essential uh, that we become. Um, experts at that and only through his grace can we um, and so to do that we're going to be looking at the book of Philippians Philippians uh, uh, and, and and if you have your Bible grab it Philippians chapter 2 Philippians chapter 2 and in just a moment we're going to be reading something out of there but you know the setting is Paul's in prison the Apostle Paul is in prison and uh, he is um, chained up because of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But it is a powerful uh, reminder to all of us that there are no limitations to the gospel. You, 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 you can't confine it. You can't limit it. And maybe you have felt confined and limited, but there is no limitations to the good news of Jesus Christ and how he can work even through 
uh, confinement, even through we feel like there are restrictions in our life. And so a powerful reminder of that in Philippians as he talks about the liberating uh, gospel of Christ. And then in, in chapter 2, he picks up uh, with uh, some very powerful encouragement for you and me as followers of Jesus Christ. I'm going to be reading uh, <clears throat> chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. So if you would just follow along with me, I'm reading out of the NIV. Here's the Apostle Paul. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, all right, Paul's, any of you encouraged? Is there any encouragement from being united with Christ? Absolutely. I mean, you know, you may not be counting your blessings, but how can you not be encouraged knowing that your sins have been washed away simply because of what Jesus did radically? Wow, that's encouraging. Know that I don't have to pay for my sins. Jesus already did it. Uh, that I am put right with God. Why? Jesus already did it. He says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, got any comfort from his love, knowing that he loves you, our Abba Father, perfect Abba Father, if any fellowship with his spirit, well, you got that as a follower of Christ. You've got fellowship. Uh, it may be strained right now, but he says, if you've got any encouragement, any uh, love, any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion. Now, there, there you go. There's a question mark. Now, are, are you being tender? Are you being compassionate? Are you feeling that? He said, verse 2, Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, not, not brainwashed, not uh, uniformity, but being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and in purpose. Be like-minded in this. In the love of Jesus Christ, being the transforming love of Jesus Christ, and being one in spirit and in purpose. Uh, our purpose is to lift up the name of Jesus Christ, uh, to know him better and to love him more, to make his name known. He said, now verse 3, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Okay, wow. Soak on that. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. But, boy, we need all of that encouragement. We need all that fellowship. We need uh, that uh, comfort. Why? Because he's causing us to do that which we don't normally do on our own. Verse 4, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Now he gives us uh, a little meat on the bones. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, therefore, remember, what's it there for? God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow 
in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wow, with God's word fresh on our minds and hearts, let's go to him in prayer. Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your living word. We thank you for just a beautiful uh, picture of just who you truly are today and how you uh, lived your life in absolute dependence and obedience to the Father and how you put our interests before yours. And now you're calling us as followers of yours to experience your comfort, to experience your encouragement, to experience the fellowship of your Holy Spirit in such a way that we don't act out of the flesh, but we allow you to live through us in such a way that others experience the good news, the salvation, the encouragement, the strength, the hope that only comes to you. Lord, we're coming from different uh, uh, experiences this past week. Some of us, uh, very encouraging experiences. It's been a good week. Others, uh, disappointing. Uh, perhaps there's been uh, some letdowns or setbacks. But yet we know that, as, as Paul said in, in that uh, first chapter, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Lord, you are life itself. So I pray, Holy Spirit, that you breathe your life into each and every one of us this morning, all for your glory. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. All right. Powerful passage, right? Wow. What an example. What, what, what Christ has done for us, for me and you. All right. So uh, I want to begin by just asking a question uh, because I know I've found myself doing this. Have you ever found yourself saying maybe to yourself or saying to someone else or, or even thinking, thinking this when you're around somebody else I don't understand how in the world they could think that has it have you ever been there like I don't I I for the life of me my mom would say I don't have I, I do not I don't understand how in the world they could think that or how they could feel that or how they could believe that now, you're probably not like me, and, uh, but I, I've been there. It's like, I, I just can't. I can't wrap my mind around what they're thinking. And, um, you know, for instance, right now, we're in the, um, we're in the thick, we're still <clears throat> in the thick of this pandemic. And it's filled with a lot of heated discussions, uh, powerful, strong opinions, people willing to die on those mountains about what they think, about <clears throat> the best way to move forward from this, or how we should live through this, or behave through this. Uh, you know, everybody has their own perspective on this. And uh, so it's like, you know, some of us, you know, like, uh, go, I don't know, I don't know how they could really think that, you know. Um, well, it's not just true in the pandemic, is it? It's true, probably a little bit true in politics. What do you think? How in the world could they believe that? How in the world could they think that? Uh, the racial issues. I mean, people on both sides as far as like, you know, how in the world 
could they think that? Uh, I mean, but it, it can happen on almost any front. I mean, all the way down to how you load the dishwasher. I ask myself, how in the world, Felicia, do you think that's the right way to load the dishwasher? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, now, the reason that is, is because we've got our worldview, we've got our set of beliefs, we've got all that stuff, and <clears throat> and, and and that's okay. I mean, that's good. That's okay. Uh, but the problem comes whenever we start to double down because of insecurity uh, or because of um, <laughs> pride or whatever the case may be. When we start to double down on our, you know, deal and, and trying to convince others uh, uh, of our viewpoint or our opinion or whatever the case is, uh, or we, um, the, the more natural thing to do is just, well, <clears throat> that's very different, so we separate. We begin to separate. <clears throat> and we hang with more, those that we're more comfortable going, I, now I can understand, I don't understand everything about you, but I understand a lot more than, than I do about them over there. Um, and yet, uh, the Bible does not give us any leeway whatsoever to live our lives that way. Not at all. Matter of fact, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 uh, <clears throat> really speaks of this particular issue uh, because what we are is like Paul. We are servants of Jesus Christ. Jesus, who said he made him, who became what? The very nature, a servant. <clears throat> so we live our lives as servants. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul is talking about, well, all the rights that he has as you know, not only a believer, but as an apostle. He says, man, I've got all of these rights. I've got all of this leeway, you know, and, 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 and I should have these expectations. But he says, I'm not used any of these rights. Whose example is he following in that? He's following Jesus' example. Because Philippians said <coughs> that Jesus laid down his rights. And this is what he says, beginning with verse 19. He says, though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law. I became, uh, though I am not free from God's law, but am under Christ, so as to win those not having the law. To the weak I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people, so that by all possible means I might save some. Wow. I do all of this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in his blessings. So Paul is giving me and you um, clear indication of what it looks like to be his children, to be his followers. He's saying we've got to enter their world. We've got to enter their world. That is one of the things very practically that God has been doing uh, through our body during this pandemic as we've been meeting virtually. It says, okay, we're the church scattered. 
And God wants us to be the church wherever we are, not just go to church, not just huddle up, but to be the church and to enter their world. Uh, even those that we go, I just don't understand how they could live that way. I just don't understand how they could think that way. I really cannot wrap my mind around how in the world they could feel that way. Um, and so I want to talk to us a little bit about that because I think it is absolutely imperative as followers of Jesus Christ for you and for me in these days, in these divisive days, in these toxic days, in these bitter days, when there is, the evil one is all about separation, the evil one is all about destruction, to kill, steal, and destroy. He's all about that and destroy what God wants to build up through me and through you, what God wants to accomplish through me and through you. And so uh, it really boils down to some you know, practical things. Number one is just know our calling that even though in our flesh we want to be put our interests first, we want to look out for number one first, that is not the life of Christ and that is not the life of a follower of Christ. So God's going to be pruning away and culling away uh, all of that flesh, all of that self-interest so that uh, we can begin to take heed to what Paul says and what God is saying to me and you through the Apostle Paul. He says, Man, look out for the interests of others. And, and, and even in, in the third verse, he said, you put their interests before yours. Whew. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. If I'm going to be his follower in his way. And so my encouragement in these days for us is, is pretty simple and practical is, is this. Last week, um, I was sharing with you from two passages from Proverbs chapter 4 and Proverbs chapter 3 whenever the writer author said even though it costs you everything get understanding get understanding and then and then we looked at Philippians I mean Proverbs chapter 3 where it says yeah trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding what what is it saying there to get understanding means we get outside of ourselves that we embrace God and His Word and the mind of Christ. So it's not going to come here. No wonder we don't understand. You know, we need the mind of Christ who understands all things. Receive, embrace, ask for the mind of Christ. So here's, here's just my practical outgrowth of, of, of for today. As we seek to go forward to be ambassadors of Christ, as we seek to go forward uh, to be imitators of Christ, here's the encouragement. Seek to understand before being understood. Now that's going to be hard for us. Seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Now usually we get that backwards. We like... Okay, that, uh, uh, yeah, but and then we just get all caught up in just saying, this is my understanding. Okay, seek to understand. Um, because uh, to try to figure out what the other person is thinking and saying 
uh, we, we need to hear from them. And we need to do that before we try to start convincing them of what I think of my side. Uh, we cannot hope to be understood until we're willing to do the same thing for others. So here's a practical example, okay? So let's just say there's somebody that has a different belief system, spiritual belief system than you do. Uh, or you, could, you, can put, you can fill in the blank. Uh, they have a, b a different political uh, viewpoint than you do. Uh, they load the dishwasher differently than you do. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Just whatever it may be, here's just a practical way to do it. When I, you, you realize that there's some conflict or there's a, a difference of opinion there, you go, all right, you, you go first. You, t you tell me what you're thinking. You tell me what you believe. And let, let them share. Now, usually we don't want to do that because we're going like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Well, here's what you do with it. You repeat it. You say, okay. Is that it? Okay. You just repeat what they just said. So, tell me if I got this right. And then you repeat what they say. And then you say, is that right? Well, what that does is, number one, it gives them an opportunity to clarify something. But it also gives them the opportunity to feel cared for and understood whether you agree with it or not we're not saying agree with it Paul says when he said I want you to be like-minded not uniformity in your mindset but be like-minded in spirit and in purpose you know for, and what is all to the glory of God you know for his sake Jesus says for my sake alright so that's just a practical way to, to do that uh, and and here's some here's some encouraging words as far as why we should do that. Proverbs eighteen thirteen. You might want to write this down. A person who answers without listening listening is foolish and disgraceful. So trying to uh, get your you know opinion. A person who answers without listening is foolish and disgraceful. Another good proverb. Proverbs chapter twenty verse five. Listen, listen to what the NIV says. The purposes of a man's heart, now, now look at it from this way, the purposes of a man's heart are deep waters, but a man of understanding draws them out. That's why we have to get understanding. The, so, in this conversation, in this dialogue, all of a sudden, some of the purposes uh, begin to be revealed some of the understanding get understanding even though it costs you everything Now not saying you agree, but you seek to understand Before you seek to be understood All right, I think that's one of the slaps against Christianity is you know You know yes, we need to be we need to be telling the good news of Jesus Christ But but we need to be earning the right to do that not cramming it down and not separating, all right? Seek to understand uh, before being understood, all right? How's that sound? Because if we're not doing that, if we're not doing that, uh, all we're doing is creating greater division. And God is getting, and, and some of the bridges, for instance, uh, we've heard a lot about home stretch, one of the new partnerships that we're moving into is an opportunity for us to seek to understand, all right? 
It's an opportunity for us to grow, to understand God's creation and God's diversity, <coughs> to do what the Apostle Paul was talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Uh, so it's just receiving that love, receiving that, uh, uh, that grace from God and then being able to extend it in just a, a wonderful and a powerful way. Uh, if we don't seek to understand and acknowledge other people's perspectives, then we're not going. We're we're not going to have a leg to stand on. I shouldn't have said that, thinking that Daddy's having a hard time walking on there. But we're not. We're we're not we're not going to have a leg to stand on. You know, uh, we're not going to be able to uh, see their hurt. We're not going to be able to see their fear or their pain or the injustice that they've experienced in their life. We're not going to be able to do that, you know, if, if we're not willing to seek to understand. Tell me your story. Listen, listen, listen. Um, so it's uh, the, 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 other, the other reason for doing that is because, well, that's the way of Jesus. That's the way of Jesus. Jesus was always looking beyond himself to the needs of others. He was looking to your need on the cross, even on the cross. He was looking to my need and your need, even on the cross, not to his need. So it really brings us back to, uh, to this particular passage in Philippians. Uh, whenever we begin to see the example of Jesus in verses 6 uh, through 11. Even though he had every right, being the very nature of God, he didn't see that as something to hold on to. But he made himself nothing, the very nature of a servant. And he humbled himself and he became obedient even unto death. Therefore, therefore, God exalted him. As, as we just seek Jesus and say, oh, dear Jesus, um, reveal to me my selfishness. Reveal to me the ways that my self-interest, I put my interest first, uh, and that has caused harm to the advancement of your gospel, of your love and your grace. You know, give me your heart for people first and foremost. That is the reason he did that, uh, what he did for me and you, is because his love. Give me your love for people. Red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in the sight. You know, give me your heart. And, uh, and, and, and begin to just carve away anything in my life, fear, pride, stubbornness, whatever the case is, that is keeping me from seeking to understand. We're in a day and time where this is critical church body. This is critical believers of Jesus Christ. Uh, no matter, no matter you know, how offended you may have been, seek to understand. Um, and my encouragement for us is that we would, uh, we would embrace what Paul says in that 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 9. Now, I'm going to read it for you. Now, just listen. I'm going to read this for you in the message translation because I think this gives us absolute clarity of what God's calling you to do. You go, who am I? Uh, you, well, you're a child of the king. Uh, 
don't, it's a slap in God's face not to see yourself as who you truly are. You go, yeah, but I've done some bad things. Yeah, you're not who you, you're not, you're not your actions. You're not your behaviors. He defines you. You're a child of the king. And he wants you to get in line with that. And then this is what Paul says now. He says, even though I am free of the demands and expectations of everyone, hallelujah, I have voluntarily become a servant to any and all in order to reach a wide range of people, religious, non-religious, meticulous, moralists, loose-living, immoralists, the defeated, the demoralized, whoever. I didn't take on their way of life. I kept my bearings in Christ, but I, here it is, but I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. But I entered their world. And I tried to experience things from their point of view. So what he's, what he's saying here to us is this. We can't, just okay is not okay. You know, it was, that was true with God before it was ever true with AT&T. Just okay is not okay. It's not just okay for us to be comfortable in our huddle. But, but like Paul, he says, I entered their world. And God is opening up opportunities for me and you every day. He's opening up opportunities for you to, to enter somebody's world that you go, I don't understand. I don't know anything about the culture. I don't know anything about the background. I don't understand the belief system. I don't understand the worldview. I don't, I, I don't seek to understand before you seek to be understood. I entered their world and tried to experience things from their point of view. I came... I became just about every sort of servant there is in my attempts to lead those I met into a God-saved life. He said, I did all of this because of the message. I did all this because of the good news. I didn't just want to talk about it. I wanted to be in on it. God's called me and you, child of God, follower of Jesus. God's called us as the body of Christ to be in on it. That's my challenge for all of us. Let's get in on it. You go, yeah, but I'm having to take care of my daddy. I've been relegated to Grady. No, no, listen, that don't take God by surprise. Your circumstances don't take God by surprise. Uh, wow. It just occurred to me that, you know, I talk a lot about Dream Hill and the Dream Hill Hilton. Well, I'm not I'm not in it right now because I'm over here with daddy, but the Dream Hill, uh, in an in a, in a insignificant way, I'm in on... Uh, a very significant thing that is going down over there right now. Uh, I'm not going to go any more detail, but someone asked if they could use it for a redemptive deal. In on it. Uh, hey, God, God's not at a loss to do a great and mighty work in your life and through your life, no matter where you are right now in your circumstances in life. Paul was in prison. And yet, the greatest work of God came as a result of that in the writing of the New Testament. He is not limited by what you're experiencing. Give it to Him. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can, you can, we can. Let's enter their world. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we just thank you so much for your amazing love and grace and just this new day. We thank you for the reminder that 
There are so many people that are lost without any hope of heaven. They are continuing to live in their secret shame and their private pain. Uh, they are living under the burden of their, their sin. Uh, and yet, Lord, you have entrusted to us your Holy Spirit and your living word. And you've called us as your servants to enter their world. Lord, show us this week. Bring to mind even now, Holy Spirit, or make us aware when you have put us in a position for us to enter someone's world this week. When you've put us in a position to lay down our rights and to put their interests before our own for your glory. And may, through, may our actions and our service to you uh, not only be redemptive in their life, but bring you praise, honor, and glory in a very real and tangible way. For I make this my prayer in Jesus' wonderful name, that at that name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord. Let us be a part of helping those people come to do that uh, now while they are living in this world. For it's in your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CCC Roswell. Learn more and find ways to get plugged in at Crosspoint by visiting our website, crosspointonline.org. There, you could drop us a line or submit a prayer request. Like what you hear? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week.